Today, courtesy of our pastor, with his famous roadside declaration, he made one. And uh, for the first time, I almost put my foot down and said, no, man of God. But then I, the, Lord of the, the Lord enabled me to see the crown he carried. And so courtesy of his, one of his roadside declarations, I'm speaking something that I'm supposed to speak in February. Because the way I wanted to launch this, my first ever public speaking on this subject was different. I wanted to speak on a house full. It is full today, but there are seats. And I wanted to speak after many invitations because this is a message you need to reach to many of us. But the man of God said, we have some that cannot wait. So, and you can see he's lifted his hand. So, courtesy of the man of God, we will speak. Praise the Lord. Today, we are speaking about unlocking the power of a firstborn. Unlocking, you can see he's already celebrating. Unlocking the power of a firstborn. For some of you who are wondering what is he talking about, I'll be able to show you in the Bible, whatever is done to a firstborn affects the structure of that family, whether you like it or not, whether you are too spiritual or you are not spiritual. Whatever affects the structure of a firstborn in any family affects that family. The bitterness of a firstborn affects the family. There are some things you see in your, in, in your home and if you look back, you'll be able to tra- track it back to your mother, how your mother was treated or how your father was treated. And I'll show you how. There are some things you might be complaining about your son and your daughter, your firstborn son or your daughter. And if you look back, you'll be able to track them back to you. So there's something that has been missing. And when the Lord started ministering to me about this, something I've never spoken about in my life, this is the first public meeting I'm having on this. I started speaking about it slowly until my brother Apostle Joshua told me, now this is serious. And I know it is serious, but I've been boiling in my spirit slowly. And we have to speak it in the body of Christ so that there may be order in the body of Christ. And so that there may be order in the house of God. Praise the Lord. So there may be order in the house of God and maybe there may be order in the kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. Because our firstborn is somebody very important. And we just mix them and assume they are just like any other ordinary member of their family. I want you to look at the Bible. It is not. Praise the Lord. Let's go to the Bible. The Bible says in Exodus chapter 13 and verse 2. Consecrate. And I'll read the Bible slowly as I read. For some of you who are wondering, hey, I'm on a firstborn, I'm here. You have a firstborn. Praise the Lord. You need to get this knowledge for him or for her. Praise the Lord. You need to understand how do we intercede for your firstborn. Because when that firstborn arises, you succeed. Praise the Lord. So the Bible says consecrate. Consecrate means bless. Consecrate means bless. Consecrate means again devote. And again, the Bible say means consecrate means set apart. So the Bible says consecrate meaning bless, devote, or set apart to me. Every, and my Bible says they are every. I don't know whether yours says every. Mine says every. Every firstborn male, that means all of them. And in the days we live nowadays, let me explain this. In the days we live nowadays, it means all. A boy or a girl? A girl. So let's understand. So they don't say that 
uh, this is what the days of the old, or the old testament but in the new testament both of them are taken they are, they are, their position were restored back because we live under grace so if you are a, a lady that is your position so do not say it says a son so consecrate means bless devote set apart to me every firstborn male that means all of them, and I have explained means if you are a lady, it means a lady is, you are included. The first offspring of every womb, I will tell you there before, I will tell you there again, because somebody might say, I have three, my father is a three-star general, like my father is a three-star general, and I will explain that means my father has, was very blessed abundantly, he had, he had three wives. So, may the Lord help me to keep one. Uh, so the Bible there says every womb, it does not talk about fatherhood. It talks about every womb. Let's follow the Bible. Let's not follow civil structures of the earth. It says every womb. It does not say from the loins of every man. It says every womb. Are we together there? So nobody should be able to bring us any other structure other than the structure the Bible has put down. Down. If he has three families, two families, the Bible says every womb. If he has two wives, there are two firstborn in that home. Praise the Lord. And each of them deserve their honor. And their honor has to be protected. And I will be teaching you about, about that. Among the Israelites belongs to me, whether male or animal. God says, these people have an agenda with me. God says, these people have a covenant with me. Have a covenant with Every, it was the will of God that every firstborn ever born by any woman has a covenant with God. And I will be able to explain to you why that covenant. Statistics shows that firstborn encounters more barriers, delays, limitations, stagnation, humiliation, and demands more than any other siblings. If you want to look at the, if you want to, if you look into our house today, you will discover the most Difficult businesses that are struggling, or the businesses that are struggling most in this world, actually belongs to the firstborns. I challenge you, go and check. The businesses that are struggling with more debts in this world, again, I challenge you, go and check, belongs to the firstborns. The marriages that are struggling in this world more than any other, again, go ahead, I challenge you, go and check statistics, belongs to the firstborns. Praise the Lord. Even in the kingdom of God, the churches that are really struggling more than any other actually belong to the firstborn. I challenge you, go and check. It's not a coincidence. It's not a coincidence. Even in our home, at one first, at a certain time, and I say my father is a three-star general, I was proud. I'm a firstborn in my mother's side, but in the house I'm a number four. I was proud I was doing better than my, my first, our firstborn in my relationship with the father. Until I discovered he is a firstborn. And my father was annoyed with him. But I decided to rally behind my firstborn brother. Praise the Lord. And he honors me more than anything else. The reason why he honors me is because I rally behind him. I may, be so, I may say so, so much, I'm a so evangelical and he's a Catholic. But he's my, my firstborn bro? brother. Praise the Lord. And on my mother's side, when I see any of my siblings running behind me, I gather weight and I prophesy. Praise the Lord. Because I discover they honor me. When a firstborn in honor is honor, they gather strength from no other area other than from God. Praise the Lord. 
So you, I challenge you, take statistics, check in your home. You'll notice the home where the firstborn is, is doing very well. The family is doing very well. Because they have, a, they have a unique magnet of pulling the siblings with them. When they struggle, the same thing happens in the family. Check. When they arise up, everybody in the house arises and there is peace. Check even in homes. When you see the second ball, the third ball, the fifth ball, who is doing better than the others, you will notice the first person who is occupying the firstborn position by default is, a, is, 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 is worried and keeps on complaining, my firstborn, my firstborn. Yet that person looks to be doing very well. But you notice they are still uncomfortable because they say our firstborn. If the firstborn is not there, Yes, there's, there's room for that position to be filled because it's never meant to be left vacant. So you notice they struggle. Even in education, they're never, by the, check even in education, in many homes, they're not the brightest guys. Most on, on average, they're not the brightest guys. And I challenge again, check. Even in our home, I think our firstborn will not, uh, I don't want to say much, so that they... Uh, the, the recording may not reach him. So, hallelujah. But I thank you for our firstborn. He's a celebrated retired military man. Praise the Lord. So even check in their relationships. They struggle. In their personal development. They don't look to be the most, the most wealthy people. Praise the Lord. Do you know why? There is a spirit called the spirit of the travelers of firstborn. And this spirit follows every firstborn. And the Bible proves that. And I'll be taking you through the Bible. There's a spirit that they need to arise up. And that's why I've been lifted by the Lord to start speaking on this message. So that the firstborn realizes there is a spirit called the spirit of the troublers of the firstborn. God loves the firstborn. And the devil has vowed to rise up and oppose every firstborn. Because if he opposes every firstborn, he opposes the agenda of God. And I'll show you. And I'll show you in the scripture. God decided to deliver the children of Israel from Egypt. And though I'll be going to that. He decided to deliver the children of Israel from Egypt. He does every other thing that can be done. And the Pharaoh was not moving. Pharaoh was not moving. Until he touched what? Yes. Good, you are good, good Bible students. When he touched the firstborn, what did Pharaoh do? He said, let them? Yes. Praise the Lord. Let's look at Adam. The Bible says, talks about Adam. Adam was the first creation of God. The man that God created with his own hands. But when, I want you to check, when Adam fell to a lie, every, every blessing he had with God, every personal encounter with that he had with God disappeared. And I want you to check what happens next. Well, look at his family. When it disappeared, he did not Adam is listed as the man who never mentored his children. And that's why we find in his house two terrible things. Adam gives us two terrible things in this app. First, he gives us two sons. And the second one murders who? So the first murder in the, in the Bible happens from, from whose house? Adam. Why? Adam is listed as a man who never mentored his two children. And when Cain is asked by God, what have you done? What does Cain do? Cain gives us Cain gave us two curses. First, he gave us the curse of murderers. Number two, 
Cain is the father of rebellion. He's the father of rebellions. He, he, he tells God, he, he tells God, hey, am I my father, my brother's keeper? The Bible says, and God spoke to who? We are not talking of an angel. And God spoke to who? And Cain had the audacity to tell God, am I his keeper? So Cain becomes the father of rebellion. Rebellion. What is the problem? Adam never sat with his children and told him, when God speaks to you, I used to walk with him. I used to eat fruit with him. When he speaks to you, this is how to behave. Behave. Fathers, mothers, catch a revelation. You are demanding too much from your firstborn and from your children, but you have no time to mentor them. And I'll be showing you. And then you blame them. How come they are right rising up? Check what you are not doing right. One of the guys that I sympathize with is called Isaac. But let's go to there. Let's go to several homes in the Bible. Let's go to the house of Abraham. Abraham, I wish Abraham had done what his father Terah did. His, the, the, Abraham's father Terah, and remember Abraham was the firstborn in his home. In his home, Abraham gets a revelation from Terah and says, "Let's go to Canaan." Before God speaks to Abraham about Canaan. Uh, the father had already given him a vision about Canaan. So when God comes to speak, Abraham says, Ah, I connect with that because I can connect with my father. When you as a father or a mother speaks a vision to your firstborn, and when God comes to speak to them, they connect very easily because they are able to say, Ah, my father, my mother taught me that. Catch a revelation. Praise the Lord. But now, look at Abraham. When God speaks to Abraham, I will give you a son. Abraham becomes impatient and gives us two problems. First, he gives us the wrong, the wrong firstborn. He gives us the Ishmael. Ishmaelites. And I want you to check in the Bible. And when, and when Abraham gets Isaac, he sends away his firstborn. And God says what? Says what? God, Abraham. I'll also bless. Because why? He's your firstborn. He says, I will also bless him. When the mother cries, he says, I will also bless. Do you know why he was blessed? He's Abraham's firstborn. So he says, I will separate them, but he'll also carry a blessing. A blessing. Honestly, one person I sympathize with in the Bible is Isaac. Because his blessing was, di- was, was divided into two portions. He carried one blessing, and uh, uh, Ishmael carried the, the other. And I want you to check in the Bible. Up to today, the two children are still fine. Ishmael is wealthy. I want you to stop being too spiritual. The Arabs are blessed. The Muslims are? Whose problem is that? Abraham. So you're a young man. And a young, a young man, mostly the young men. I beseech you in the name of Jesus Christ. May the favor and the mercies of God, no, the mercies of God be upon you, that you may never have two families in your home. Do everything you can for the sake of your firstborn. Have only one wife. Because you do not carry the same challenge, the same, the curse of Abraham. Every day he had to look at Isaac and realize, I gave this guy a raw deal. And when Isaac, and, 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 then, and then let's look at the house of Isaac. Isaac again carries the same spirit. Carries the same spirit. But differently. And how does he carry the same spirit? 
because he still feel bitter my father cheated me and and and, and divided my wealth when i when jacob comes to him jacob cheats him praise the lord jacob, because there's that bitterness jacob comes and cheats the father the father and still lose blessings we are african i'm not i'm not those like those lawyers who pronounce these words very esau me i'll say esau and if we look at the new testament the new testament actually speaks very badly of esau or esau if you may say he says the man was heartless the man was godless why he agreed to be cheated out of his position if you are a past firstborn if you are a firstborn i beseech you in the name of jesus christ do not agree to be cheated away from your position stand strong Praise the Lord. And that's why the Bible says in the New Testament, Esau was God bless. And I want you to look at it. Everything that the man did after that, he kept on marrying the wrong with women. He competed, he competed with Isaac and he could not win. At this point is where I say, come a fastball pia amelala naata amuka. <laughs> if there is grace, there is no problem overtake. Overtaking. As long as he doesn't wake up one day. <laughs> or your wife as Isaac can go and seek peace. Praise the Lord. Because I don't want to be asked question. Lakini amelala. So, then we go to the house of Jacob. Again, the same spirit. Jacob calls all his, first, all his children when he's about to die. And what does he do? He starts by blessing the firstborn, then he curses him. And then he decides to die. And I'll be going to that. Then we go to the house of, uh, the house of David. David's firstborn was called Ammon, Ammon. And I like the meaning of Ammon. Ammon means faithfulness. You see, David was so busy fighting that he never had time to mentor his firstborn. And yet when he goes past his firstborn, he's called him faithful. Because Ammon means faithful. But he was too busy fighting. Just like me and you, we are too busy making money. Not busy mentoring the young man. The young lady we, we say is our firstborn. And what happened? Ammon, the firstborn of David, is killed by his brother Absalom. Because Ammon goes to bed with his sister, the sister of Absalom. And he dies. So the king whom God does so much, the first problem he has is to, he has to bury his firstborn. But doesn't rectify that problem because Absalom comes up and, 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 and overrule everybody and takes up the mantle of a firstborn. And what happened? Absalom decided to overthrow the father. I have heard preachers speaking about this subject and I laugh because they normally get it wrong. The reason why David was running away from Absalom is because he knew Absalom has taken the mantle of a firstborn. So he knew that person is operating from another platform, which you'll understand today. So he was not running from a normal ordinary man. He was running from a man who had occupied his platform and had authority. And I'll teach you that. So, but David doesn't correct that mess. If you look to the house of Samson, the same mess continues. I challenge you today, my brother, my sister, you that has a family, sit with your firstborn down and start mending structures that are down. I challenge every man, every woman that is here, Sit down with your firstborn and start re- 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 uh, mending the structures that need to be mended because you know them. I'll give you a testimony. A while ago, 
And I, I hope I'll be able to, to finish. If I don't finish, there's always next time. A while ago, a family came to complain to me. You've given your, 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 your son, your son uh, who is just not... Uh, your son drops uh, his siblings to, uh, to church when you're going to preach yourself with a Mercedes. And you make our children jealous. And I told this family, my friend, be careful. You are talking about my firstborn. He has my authority. He carries his siblings. And I feel no problem. I am not worried. Because he is my firstborn. He knows that his responsibility is to, is to protect what belongs to the father. The father. So I, and my wife will tell you, and I send him, I don't think twice. As we move in another car, and he takes his siblings to church. Church. And in the evening the car is okay. Okay. And you know what? My, when my, if my son was to stand here and speak, he would, this is how he say, my name is jo- Joshua Warutere. And I'm the strength of the family. That is how he introduces himself. Because I told him that's the truth. The truth. And so when he speaks, I told you when you speak in some platform when I'm not there, remember you represent me. Praise the Lord. I gave the young man confidence. And another family is telling me, why are you challenging us? I said, I am not challenging you. If you, you are asleep with your firstborn, mine is already occupying his platform. Today, as Apostle Joshua, he drove us to church. I sit, sat at the back comfort. Yes. Because a firstborn is in control. Praise the Lord. You're getting that? Yes. Don't just say that wakati wake ujafika. Kama wakati wake ujafika, then what are you doing spiritually? Praise the Lord. So enter Jonathan. Jonathan is the firstborn of King who? Saul. Jonathan discovered that because his father did not have time enough to mentor him, discovered that this kingdom is better off with another person. And then negotiates with the father's enemy. May God have mercy upon you that your firstborn will not negotiate with the enemy. So, Jonathan negotiates with the father's enemy. What is the problem? The father never sat, never had time to sit down with him and teach him. This is how some things are handled. And if you look in the, in the house of Saul, the Bible says when, 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 when uh, Mephibosheth was given an honor to occupy back the, the father's and the grandfather's honor, he lost everything. And to date, we do not hear about the house of Saul. Saul, when you mess up with a firstborn, a firstborn can write off your name. Your firstborn can write off your name. You may have all the anointing or all the wealth. But a firstborn that is not brought, brought up properly can write up of your name. Praise the Lord. So, then, let's go to, you may, let's go to us, to, to prophets. People that we can call prophets. Let's go to Joseph. Let's go to Moses. Let me ask you, what was the name of Moses' firstborn? Most of us, we say, we do not know. You know what? Moses was so busy as a deliverer, but had no time for his firstborn. I wish Moses the prophet had time for the firstborn. At least to be hearing about Moses' firstborn. Go to Joseph. The Bible says Jacob blessed with Joseph with the blessings of Reuben. Because the blessings of the firstborn of Jacob were transferred to the house of jo- Joseph. I want to ask you. After the death of Joseph, do you hear Manasseh and Ephraim doing mighty things? No. 
Because Joseph was too busy in the civil things of Egypt. Praise the Lord. You and me are so busy. Are so busy in our ish, issues. And saying the firstborn, he will figure it out. She will figure it out. And then you come and blame him. He will figure it out. So the result they are bringing to you is because they are trying to figure it out. But if you ask them, they will say, I wish mommy would only have had time with me. I wish daddy would have had time with me. Stop saying the firstborn will figure it out. Figure it out for them. Praise the Lord. I decree that by the power of the Spirit of God, the firstborn weapon that the enemy has stolen from us shall be restored today in Jesus' name. I prophesy in the mighty name of Jesus. May there be grace for every firstborn that is with us today. That by the grace of God, their platform shall be restored back in Jesus' name. Their honor shall be restored back in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Their bitterness shall be healed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So much potential has been lost in the Bible. Because these firstborns were never honored. And many of them died with bitterness. Let me ask you. Have these firstborn of the families that are mentioned, have they been honored? Would you be having a different kingdom of God at the moment? Yes. Because God says, consecrate them. I have a covenant with them. Praise the Lord. In the Old Testament, the firstborn son received a double inheritance. That is the old part, and if you check, you'll notice. Which carried rights and authorities. Privileges that no other son could get, or no other child could get. And ordinarily, the, the, the Old Testament shows that they are the ones that inherited the double portion of the father. Praise the Lord. That's the Old Testament. But they were only forfeited if the firstborn messed up. Messed up. Like the case of Reuben. Like the case of Reuben. And like the case of Ammon, David's firstborn. But there is one man I like in the Bible. Called Noah. Noah is the first person in the Bible seeing him doing the right thing that we, all the others that we mentioned didn't do. The Bible says when his firstborn did something good, Noah blessed him. And if you look at uh, Genesis uh, chapter 9, verse 26. The Bible says, this is Noah. Blessed be the Lord, the God of shame. Shame, shame. shame was his firstborn. I like that. Blessed be the Lord, the God of shame. May Canaan be the slave. No, the Bible says, Blessed be the Lord, the God of shame. May Canaan be the slave of shame. Check what happened after that. When, when the man of God blessed his firstborn, that is when Canaan was ever given to the children of Israel. Before, before Abraham can come and claim it, before the, uh, Moses could speak about it, before Joshua could go and uh, occupy it, there is a man who, who, who spoke a blessing, a prophecy to the son, and said, Blessed be you, and blessed be your God. I wish every man, every woman would stand up and say, Blessed be the God and the Lord of my firstborn. 
Every time you stand up and bless the Lord for your firstborn, you need that man taps a great grace of God and changes your home. The title deed for Canaan was delivered at that time prophetically. And it never changed because Noah blessed his first firstborn. And by blessing his firstborn, he was basically saying, nobody ever shall ever occupy the position of shame. Shame. Praise the Lord. Yes, I'm a firstborn in our home. And I can assure I've not had it easy. I think I've had the most difficult moment more than any, any firstborn. Myself, if I speak my position. I honestly have had the most difficult moment in this world. As a firstborn. I have been humiliated. Even by my own father at one time. He told me you will not amount to anything. And I said. God thank you I have just received a prophecy. That I will amount to much. I changed it. Praise the Lord. When they speak to me something that I don't like. I have gotten wisdom. I normally change. Changed it. Hallelujah. And we ended up being, being great friends with my father. My mother demands too much from me. More than I can deliver. But I've always run to go to the Lord and say, Lord, I am not complaining. But may you provide so that that woman may be honored. Praise the Lord. I've had a very difficult moment. I educated myself. Praise the Lord. Yes, I may not tell you my bitterness. But even myself have been bitter. But here I am preaching to you today. Because I refuse to give up. I said, Lord, I will be a preacher and I will be a businessman. I do not care what happens, but it will happen. I have learned to prophesy to myself. If you are a firstborn and they have forgotten you, God has not forgotten you. You can prophesy to yourself. You can refuse to give up. You can say, I will be, I will be somebody. People shall stand up to honor me because I carry an anointing of a firstborn. You are not a chicken for heavenly sake. You are a firstborn. And God has a covenant with you. You can arise up today and say, I will occupy my position yet again. Because the Spirit of God is upon me. The favor of God is upon me. The covenant of God is upon me. And is upon everything I do. Praise the Lord. You can change your situation. Forget about what they say. God has not forgotten you. He's just waiting for you to rise up. And start prophesying to yourself. If your parents do not rise up, you can rise up yourself. Praise the Lord. I would... It's only Jacob, even after doing all the mess he does, <laughs> Jacob after doing all the great things he does, it's only Jacob now who gives us the revelations of our blessings of our firstborn. And that's where I've been going. And let me take you there. If you look at Genesis chapter 49, verse 1, and verse 1 to 4, this is when the man of God is about to die. Praise the Lord. I, I'm asking a favor from God that when my father is about to go, may he give me the grace to quickly run and be with him. Because I've noticed when men favored by God or women favored by God are about to die or to go home, he said, go home. They speak very good things. So this man is about to die and he knows he's about to die. So he calls his family. And I like the words he starts with. He says, then Jacob called for his sons and said, Gather around so that I can tell you what will happen to you days to come. Let's hold there. Does the Bible say that God sent an angel to speak to Jacob about what will happen to his children? No. Does the Bible say that God appeared to, to uh, Jacob and told him, 
prepare your house and tell them what will happen to them in the future? The Bible says the man just woke up. Hey, every parent carries a very prophetic word concerning their children. Do not be silent. Do not be. That's why in my children they have various names. I have the firstborn who has his name. I have the secondborn who you all know is called Dr. because she'll be a doctor. I have the thirdborn who is going to be an engineer because he knows he'll be an engineer and he's going to be an apostle of God. And he knows he'll operate with more anointing than me. And then I have the worshiper. I have started speaking to them their destiny. By the time God was starting to speak to me about that, that is what will happen, I had already started. Praise the Lord. So he says, gather. And then, he says, let's continue. I want us to reach Reuben. Then he says, verse 2, Assemble and listen, sons of Jacob. Listen to your father Israel. Verse 3. Reuben, this is where I'm going. I want you to check four things. This is the first time the Bible gives us the revelation of the, first, the, fourth, the four platforms of a firstborn occupies. He says, Reuben, you are my firstborn. Yes, and he's proud. He's you say you're my firstborn. Because the reason why he says you're my firstborn and the first sign of my strength. Do you know what the meaning of Reuben is? It means behold a son. When he got the boy, he discovered I will be somebody. And he says, You're my first, my might. Stop there. One of the things that a firstborn carry is ability to change situation. Might means might means ability to change situations. Never forget that if you are a firstborn. You are my might, meaning you have ability to change situations. Why do you have an ability to change situations? Because you have a covenant with God. God. And that covenant allows you to change situations. Number two, he says the first time of, the first time of my strength. The second thing a, a firstborn carries is strength. 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 You carry the strength of a family, the strength of the kingdom of God, the strength of a nation. Then, number three, excelling in honor. The first thing a firstborn carries is all honor. Have you ever discovered, have you ever, I don't know whether this one happens to you, but it happens to me. When, I, when my friends go to introduce me to their, to their relatives, when they come to the firstborn, they normally say, and this is my firstborn. And this is my I rarely hear them say, and this is our third bond. This is our fourth bond. But when it comes to the first bond, they normally say, and this is our... Have you ever discovered that? Yes. Even me, when my sister introduces me, she likes to say, and meet my first bond. When my mother is introduced me, she likes to say, meet my... Yes. I have noticed they rarely say my name many times. They say, meet my... Because the man carries honor. I carry all honor. The third thing a firstborn carries is all. If, if yours have been stolen away, my brother, my sister, start claiming it back. Because you have something to give to your children. The fourth thing is they carry power, which I call authority. A firstborn carries also authority. Now you understand. Looking at those four, you understand why David was running up? Away. Because he saw a man that was carrying might. He saw a man that was carrying 
strength. He saw a man that was carrying honor. He saw a man that was carrying authority. Because he had occupied the position of the family and said, I will after the firstborn. So David never saw what he saw. He saw for those four things. And he realized, I need to run up. Because even myself, I took it from somebody. Notice that David took it from his... What? <laughs> Let me ask you. Let's go to the house of Jesse. What was the name of Jesse's firstborn? Not many people remember. But they know David. Praise the Lord. But unlike Noah and Abraham, what does... Let's now forget that. Let's, let's, let's leave that alone. What, what, if you go to verse 4, what does he do? He curses again the first. The first. He blesses his man. Then again he curses him. Praise the Lord. Every home where the firstborn is dishonored, that home loses its potential to attain its destiny. Every home where a firstborn does not rise to his full potential, that home loses its, its ultimate mandate here or now. Every home where the parents act like Adam and Jacob, not that they, they did not defend their firstborn or they did not mentor them, that home eventually misses its exploitability. Praise the Lord. Mentor your firstborn. If you are a young man and you intend to have a family, catch a revelation. If you are a young lady and you intend to have a family, catch a revelation. Praise the Lord. It took a prophet to remedy what Jacob did. As you to take some prophets today to speak over your life. Because if you look at Deuteronomy 33 verse 6, and I want us to go, go, go there. Deuteronomy 33 verse 6. And I want us to go there. The prophet called Moses comes back and, and if you look at that Deuteronomy 33, everything that Jacob did, every, every curses that, that Jacob spoke over his children, the prophet of God renounces them. Praise the Lord. Our prophet is very important. Every wrong that has ever been spoken over your life can be remedied by a prophet of God. Praise the Lord. So the prophet of God, Moses, renounces everything that Jacob has said. And he says what? Let Reuben live. And he should not only live, but that does what? Let his men not be few. Few. Go and check the Bible. When they were about to make David king, I want you to check the Bible. The Bible says the children of Reuben, which family came with the biggest number of military men? Go and check. You notice that the children of Reuben came with one of the biggest gathering to make David the king? Because the prophet has said, let the Reuben live and let his people not be fit. Few. May every firstborn live in Jesus' name. May your blessings not be few in Jesus' name. And so I prophesy in Jesus' name. That in the mighty name of Jesus and by the power of the Spirit of God, may every firstborn that is with us today live in Jesus' name. May every spirit of, of premature death be broken over your life in Jesus' name. May every spirit of miscarriage over your life be broken in Jesus' name. May every fall and forgetfulness that you, you've encountered be, be broken in Jesus' name. May every discrimination that you've gone through be broken in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Reme seka bayanta. Masheke besinda. May every bitterness that you've incurred in your life be broken in Jesus' name. May healing be your portion tonight in Jesus' name. 
Hallelujah. May every spirit of wastefulness that you've encountered be reversed today in Jesus' name. And the Lord locates you in favor and restoration of everything you've lost in Jesus' name. I so prophesy and I saw a decree in Jesus' name that your name shall change because the Spirit of God says it shall change today in Jesus' name. That your position shall change because the Spirit of God says it shall change in Jesus' name. That whatever you do shall change in Jesus' name because the Spirit of God says it shall change in Jesus' name. They forgot you, but God has remembered you. Hallelujah. They mistreated you, but God is locating you with favor in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You are not ordinary. You are a firstborn. And you carry an anointing of a, of a covenant of God. And it shall be activated today in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You will not carry a curse to your children. You will carry blessing. You will not carry a curse wherever you go. You will carry blessing in Jesus' name. Because that's the position of God in your life. So the man of God prophesy and changes everything that Jacob had done. And today we are going to do that. And today we have prophets in the house. Hallelujah. We have prophets in the house today. And it is not by design. Hallelujah. It is by the plan of God. Of God. I like this. Hallelujah. I like it. And my sister said, and I said, I almost went to the altar to give us to give an offering. My sister said, today we have men of God. And I put it better, today we are prophets of God. And what they carry is what makes a difference. I may not look nice, my sister, my brother. I may not look handsome according to your, to your definition of handsome. But I carry the grace of God of a prophet. Hallelujah. I may not drive the biggest car ever, but it is coming. But I carry the, the grace of a prophet of God. And nobody can change that. If you can try, praise the Lord. Today we have prophets in the house of God. And the grace they carry, we are tapping to it today. And we are changing situations that must be changed today. And the angels of God are waiting to connect with the prophetic word that we shall be speaking today. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Hosea, chapter 12, verse 13, by a prophet... Hosea chapter 12 verse 13. We can go there quickly so that you may understand what I'm saying. So that I may not be told I spoke things that are not there. The Bible says, The Lord used a prophet to bring Israel up from Egypt. By a prophet, he cared for them. Today, we are doing the same. Today, we are here to do the same. Today, heaven has an agenda with us today to do the same. We are going to do the same. And better for the kingdom of God, the kingdom of darkness may better shake than has ever shaken. Because there's a gathering of firstborns today. And today we are shaking the enemy in Jesus' name. We are doing wealth transfer in Jesus' name. We are doing wealth transfer in Jesus' name. We are doing wealth transfer in Jesus' name. We are remaking their platforms in Jesus' name. We are bringing honor back to them in Jesus' name. We are bringing strength back to them in Jesus' name. They have been remembered by God today. And shall be so in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I want you to quickly take you back before I wrap up in the next 15 minutes or 10 minutes. I want you to check. When a firstborn does not arise up to his or her full potential, what happens? The Bible says, God told Abraham, Canaan. You are getting that? He told Abraham, I've given you Canaan. And he tells Moses, my people shall go to Canaan. 
And Moses tells the people they shall go to Canaan. But the Bible records three families that did not move over to Canaan. They negotiated with the prophet to remain on the other side of Canaan. But they said, our men shall go and fight. This is the, if you look at them as tribes, you'll miss the point. These are the children of Reuben, Manasseh, and Gad. You have to go back to Jacob's life and discover who are these three. And when I got this revelation, it shocked me, and my brother was discussing with me, and I shocked me. The children of Reuben, Reuben was the firstborn of who? Jacob. God was another firstborn of who? Jacob. Manasseh was the firstborn of who? Joseph. And remember, Jacob told Joseph, your children have become my two. Go and have another other two. So now the three were actually the firstborn of Israel. But they negotiated with the prophet and said, we will not cross over. And when, jo- when Joshua is subdividing the land, he tells them, okay, because you have said you will not cross over, it's okay. It's okay. But do you know why Israel to date has been struggling with leadership? Because that is the time they lost their firstborns. And the firstborn represents leadership. That is when they lost it. And that's why they had a serious problem with Canaan. Because they missed the leadership of who? Of the three firstborns. May the Lord locate your firstborn wherever he is in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. If you read Joshua chapter 8 to 22, you'll see it. When they, they, they negotiated with Moses, and now they are negotiating with Joshua. And again, if you look at history, history also records the three firstborns are not doing very well wherever they are. In fact, they face more battles more than anybody else because they occupy the wrong territory. May every firstborn that is with us today, may the grace of God locate you that you may not occupy a wrong territory in Jesus' name. We pray, may God have mercy upon you that you may stop occupying the wrong territory in Jesus' name. May God have mercy upon you if you are not married or, mar- or, or you are yet to marry. May you not marry the wrong person in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. The Bible says, and I, I go quickly, and I want you to understand this. Psalm 78, 51 says, He struck down all the firstborn of Egypt, the first fruits of manhood in the tents of Ham. And again, Psalms 135 verse 8 says, and this is the one I like most, He smote the firstborn of Egypt, both man and beast. When God destroyed the platform of the firstborn of Egypt, that is when the children of Israel were deli- delivered. Egypt lost two things that has never regained today. When it lost its firstborn, it never rose again to be any powerful. When it gave its wealth to the children of Israel, because it gave them wealth when they were going out, they have never recovered their wealth today. Today. That's when they lost it. If you are a firstborn, do not agree to lose your platform. Because if you lose it, it affects your generation. Rise up today and occupy your position in Jesus' name. If you are a young lady and say, what is this preacher speaking? Eh, you are going to be a mother. Hmm. If you are a young man, you wonder what is this preacher speaking, you are going to be a father. Better get a revelation very fast. And you find that the Bible, where the Egyptians were busy burning all their firstborn, the Bible says, actually God, God is, I've learned not to joke with God. I've learned to be careful with God. Look at, when the children of Egypt were busy burning their firstborn, the Bible says in what is Numbers 33 verse 4, uh, we can go there quickly. Numbers 33 verse 
verse 4. Numbers 33 verse 4. When the children of Israel were Egypt, sorry, Egypt were busy burying their firstborn, whom the Lord has struck down among them, for the Lord has brought judgment on their God. When they, when, when they were busy burying up their firstborn, God was busy destroying their God. Their gods. He was saying, your firstborn will, will die together with your God. Gods. Praise the Lord. When a firstborn arises and worship and serves God, and Psalm, 6, Psalm 68 verse 1 comes to play. When a firstborn arises and serves and worship God, Psalm 68 verse 1 comes into play very easily. Praise the Lord. And what does Psalm 68 verse 1 says? May God arise. Hallelujah. And may his name is Biska. The sword of our firstborn is very powerful. We went with my brother, Apostle Joshua, to pray for our family. And now we'll never forget this for the, for the rest of my life. And the mama said, and mama said, I have a problem, man of God. Uh, I have a problem. And she didn't say the, the problem. Uh, the firstborn stood and said, I will speak. And the firstborn said, they, they dishonored me. And I told my mother, these children, the firstborn had two children. And because the, the mother never liked these two children by the firstborn, she said, as long as I'm alive, there shall never be born any other children in this home. And there are four in the home. So, in that home, until we went, until we went, in that home, there was, in that house, there has never been marriage. Because the firstborn spoke. Spoke. In that house, there has never been any other grandchildren. Because the firstborn spoke. In that house, the mother lives alone in a, in a big, nice land in the city. In fact, I looked at her and I envied her. Apostle Joshua, I looked at her and I envied her. Because she lives in a big, but alone. Alone. You know what? Her firstborn spoke. And when her firstborn spoke, she spoke in her, in her, in her, in, in her position, in her position, as a mighty lady. As a woman of, with honor, with a, with a, as a woman with honor, honor. Praise the Lord. And that's why there has never been marriage in that home. There has never been grandchildren in that home. Eh, immediately she spoke to her. Said, "Hey, my sister, we we have to rectify this." I spoke to her. I spoke to her and said, "Okay, man of God, I'll do it." And so I told her, "Now you have to renounce those words." And she agreed. And she, she blessed her siblings. And I told her, you have to lay your hands on the tummy of each of your siblings. She says, I will do it. And she, 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 she broke the curse over their womb. And she, I told her, you have to, you have to bless her and get married. And I said, uh, she said, I will do it. And I said, both of you and mommy, you have to go back and forgive each other. And say, I will do it. Now there will be marriage in that home from next year. Yes. Because again, our firstborn spoke. It is not me who spoke. Apostle, why is he the one who spoke? The first, we, we realized and he told the first one to speak. Speak. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to go to Nehemiah chapter 110. Nehemiah 11 verse 36 quickly. Uh, and you don't have to put it. The Bible says, And bring to the house of our God the firstborn of our sons and of our cattle, and the firstborn of our hearts, 
and flock as it is written in the law. For the priests who are ministering in the house of our God. That's why the Jews today practice a certain practice which I want to introduce today. If you look at the Jews today, there is a practice they practice. And, the, uh, and its custom says, when the Jews, when they get a firstborn, the first thing they normally do, they invite a Kohen. They say, I call him a Kohen. A Kohen is, an is a descendant of Aaron. They normally invite a, a, a Kohen who is, an, who is a descendant of Aaron. And when they invite the Kohen, which is a descendant of Aaron, they normally go with him with, to, the, to, the, to the Kohen, uh, to this uh, descendant of Aaron, with an offering, a big offering. We are not asking you for a big offering. If you can, no problem. They normally go to, an, with, with, to him to an off, with an offering. And then they normally go to with, a, with, a, with an offering. And this offering is called a redemption offering to redeem their firstborn. To redeem their? That is the practice of the Jews today. When they get a firstborn, they go to a specific descendant of the, of Aaron. And they go with a gift. And this is to redeem their firstborn. Why? Because they have observed, observed the happenings that have happened among the Jews. And they have discovered there was a problem. A problem. It means even us. If you want your passport to amount to some, some, something and you are here today, do the same. And I went and checked in the Bible and I even went and Googled, I even went and checked everywhere. I called wherever I could, I could get to understand what were they proclaiming. And I was shocked. They were proclaiming our, our pastor's favorite scriptures. That is the Numbers chapter 6 verse 22 to 26. That is what they used to proclaim to the firstborn. And that's what they do to date. That is what they proclaim to their firstborn. And what, what is written? Uh, can we go to uh, number 6, 22 to 27? What were they saying? This is what they were saying. Numbers chapter 6, verse 22 to 27. I'm waiting for them to project work. This is what they do. The Lord said to Moses to go, tell Aaron and his sons. That's why they pick specifically from this family. This is how you are to bless the Israelites. This is how you are to bless the Israelites. That's why they, they, they do it today. Say to them, uh -huh, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord bless you and keep you firstborn. And then, The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord shine upon you and be gracious to you. May, he, may His ears be open to your prayers. May His eyes be open to you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. May the Lord turn his face to you and give you peace. Hey. 27. So they'll put my name on the Israel and now bless them. Praise the Lord. That's what they proclaim to date to their firstborn. What do we do to our firstborn? You know what we do nowadays and God forgive us. We normally say, we actually do a ceremony, Pastor Kimani. We do a our people do a, se a ceremony. They come, and, they come in front here and they do, mm, bariki. And then they walk, no offering. Mm. Bariki, mm. anaito namnagani, eh, mm. And what we do as men of God, women of God, we also do a se ceremony. But the Jews do not do a ceremony. They do a specific practice. 
They do a specific practice. The Bible says in Revelation 1 verse I know my time is gone. 1 verse 5 uh, and from Jesus Christ the faithful witness, the firstborn of whom of the dead and the ruler of the king of the earth, to him who loves us and release us from our sin by his blood. I pray may the Lord Jesus be faithful, be a faithful witness to every firstborn today in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, I pray, may you be a faithful witness to every firstborn today in Jesus' name. May your faithfulness, Lord, cause them to be redeemed in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, whom the, whom the Father enthroned as the ruler of the king of the earth, Lord. Because, Lord Jesus, you are the ruler of all the kings of the earth. I pray, Lord, by your power, Lord, by your authority, Lord, may there be redemption of every firstborn today in Jesus' name. May there be restoration of every, of every firstborn today in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, I pray and I ask, may every firstborn that is with us today arise and start to rule again. Arise and start to rule again. Arise and start to rule again. Reba seka bashinta. Arise and start to rule again. Rema seka bayanta rabasinta. Arise and start to rule again. Re seke bayanta rabasinta. Arise and start to rule again. Sheka bayande rabasinta. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. My brother Pastor Kimani, there is a session that is remained, but I wish to put it to be a continuation to. Is a portion of declarations. But I think I have some firstborns that are here of sacrifice to be here who feel let's let's stand up. Give me five minutes before I call the I call the prophetic team to join me. We make some declaration then we'll do a redemption. Let everybody that is connected with a firstborn, you hear a firstborn, repeat after this. Repeat for, with me after this. Lord Jesus, establish your covenant with me, a firstborn. Deliver me from the spirit of troublers of firstborn. Deliver me from the yoke of stagnation and financial struggles in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, restore to me the values of a firstborn that I may enjoy financial strength I may possess ability to generate wealth that I may excel in honor that I may excel in leadership wherever I go and whatever I do Lord Jesus make me a palace pillar and a source of pride and hope to many. Help me that I may not be the weakest link wherever I go. In Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, help me and restore me that I may never be at the masses of my siblings. May I be restored to be my sibling's pillar. In Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, help me and fight for me that I may never be under the masses of the enemies of my enemies that I may never be under the masses of my enemies that I may never be under the, the masses of my parents enemies 
that I never be under the masses of the kingdom of the enemies of the kingdom of God. That I may never be under the masses of the enemies of God. Lord Jesus, I refuse that nobody or any entity shall take any of my God-given platforms and blessings accrued to me in my lineage, in my country, in my village, in this world, in my career, in my marriage, in business, and in the kingdom of God. And finally, Lord Jesus, may your blood and grace always speak mercy and good in my life as a firstborn. Because you have engraved me in the palms of your hands. Take a few minutes to pray before I tell you the next thing. Thank you, Lord. Before we proceed, the Spirit of the Lord is saying, many firstborns as we are about to minister to you are still carrying bitterness. You have been looked down upon, you have been misunderstood, you have been oppressed, you have been, you have been called names. And like that lady we ministered to with my brother Joe, you have spoken things you should not have spoken. You have felt things you should not have felt. Thank you, Lord. It is written in the book of Matthew chapter 5. I believe also chapter 6 repeats the same thing. That till you forgive, you cannot be forgiven. Till you release, you cannot be released. And so, we are going to take a few minutes. Thank you, Lord. When you spoke in bitterness, you released a curse. But today you are going to speak recalling that curse and to bless the very people you have cursed. The very situation you have cursed, you are going to recall it. Can we have all the firstborns coming in the front? All of them. All the first months. Jesus. All the first months coming in the front. And as you come, prepare to renounce every negative thing you have spoken. You know, Joe, we want to bless them. But we cannot bless what is bitter. We cannot bless what is bitter. We cannot bless what is busy casting. So we are going to formally renounce every curse and every bitter thing we have spoken from our lips. And then release a blessing upon you as you do that. Okay, to save time, lift your hands. We, we renounce every bitter thing. And don't, don't wait for me to guide you. Just renounce the bitter things. Some of you, you have spoken about your sibling schooling and you know it. Some of you, you have spoken about their future and you know it. Some of you, you have, you have spat down in anger and you know it. Just renounce all those bitter things you have done with your mouth or felt in your heart and you have never dealt with. Do it, do it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says forgive so that you can be forgiven. Forgive so that you can be forgiven. Bless so that you can be blessed. In the name of Jesus. Just renounce every bitter thing you have spoken. Every bitter thing you have spoken. Renounce it. As you ask the Lord also to forgive you. 
Renounce it, renounce it. Even the things you have spoken against your own parents. Sometimes you have said they favor your siblings more than you. Sometimes you have said they favor your younger siblings. Begin to renounce it. Renounce it in the name of Jesus. Just ask the Lord to forgive you as you also forgive in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we take authority. Every bitterness hanging in the air, released by these first bonds, and even the ones who are not here, Lord. We ask you right now, release them, Lord Jesus. Release them from that bitterness. Release them from that setback. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. And Father, set them free from this moment. Whatever ground they have cast, may you release a blessing. Whatever ground they have cast, may you release a blessing. Whichever personality they have, they, have, they have had, may you release even a blessing upon that personality. In the name of Jesus, every institution they have cast, Lord Jesus, we pray, may they release the blessing in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, as they release their hearts from bitterness, as they release their hearts from every curse, my God, may you visit them in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So we decree it is done in Jesus' name. Let Pastor give us the next instruction. Praise the Lord. The exercise today is very, very important. Because what we are doing, we are redeeming ourselves as firstborns. Amen? You want to redeem your position. You want to get back to your position. And that is why we say it, we are not just doing it as, far, as firstborn. We are also going to do it on behalf of our firstborns. So there are those of us that are here that are not firstborn like myself. I was not that lucky. I came number three. But I've taken the position of a firstborn in that home. I'm like a David. <laughs> yeah. But you have your firstborn. That's why you are there. You came. And that's why we ask you, because if you remember the scriptures that it was talking about, the firstborns belong to who? To God. And then it even goes to the firstborns of all the unclean animals. Okay? Because God does not deal with firstborn of... No. Is it the first? Firstborn of... Every animal. Every beast. And then... Those ones had to be offered as sacrifices to the Lord. But a son was not going to be, he's the consecrated, but was not going to be sacrificed, okay? But the animals were the ones like redeeming the sons. And then he says in Exodus 22-29, if you can project that, Exodus 22-29, what does it say? Now, Tim had switched off his computer. Please don't switch it off until we say it is offer. All right. Do not hold back what? Now, let's read together. Do not hold back from your what? All your? You must give me the? Now, he's telling you do not hold back your offerings from your granules or your fats. Okay? And then he says, you must give me firstborn of your sons. But what do you do when you're giving the firstborn? You come with what? With offerings. That's why he's telling you, do not hold back 
from your storehouses, from your bank accounts. Granaries and fats talked about your storehouses. Do not hold back as you come to give your firstborn to the Lord, to dedicate, to consecrate. You come with an offering. Praise the Lord. And that's why the man of God says in the, in, in the Jews, when they are going to the Kohen or the, the Rephite, they go with a fat offering. Now he was proud to say, we are not asking you for a fat offering. I almost rebuked him. Because we are asking you, because if we don't ask you for a fat offering, then you will offer that which is weak and is not acceptable to the Lord. Praise God. No, no, let's, let's, let's now speak. You know, I'm not one of those that talk about money and offerings. I've been accused of even not teaching you about givings. Yeah? But the truth is, you do not come to God to dedicate your firstborn with a weak offering. You do not come to God to dedicate your firstborn to Him with change. Are you hearing me? You must come to God with a fat offering. Are we charging? No. Are we asking for money? No. Are you paying for what you are receiving? No. The choice is yours. What you consider fat is upon you. If one shilling to you is fat, then that's upon you, between you and because your conscience tells you. So I'm not going to give you a figure. But I'm asking, can we go back to our seats where our wallets and handbags are so that we can now bring our offering as we come forward to receive ministry declaration. We now come with our offering. Fat offering. If you did not prepare for it, you got to prepare for it. If you didn't, take a piece of paper, pledge. Make a pledge. If you came with a weak one, make a piece of paper. But don't go out. We are, we are not done yet. We have not made, redeemed, we have not prayed the prayers of redemption. If you did not come with your fat offering, my wife is looking at me, and don't worry, I have, I have come with it. Okay, some of you are going to your cars, I hear, to remove your fat offering. Yeah, go to the cars and remove your checkbooks. Yeah? You may have now discovered you need to bring your checkbook. Yeah, go, go, go. Go and do it. Yeah, and then you come back and then we shall continue. Praise the Lord. I can see consultation. Consult with your spouses. Yes, and those who are not firstborns, and you are not representing a firstborn, don't get discouraged. Don't say, Kwan leo mimi sita hudumiwa. No, no, no. You are still going to be ministered. But you can also join in with your fat offering. Amen? Can we get some envelopes? Let's get envelopes. Put, put your offering in an envelope.
Put your offering in an envelope. Let's get envelopes. And if you are ready with your offering, but it should be in an envelope. Let's, let's put them in envelopes. When you have prayed over it, please just put it on the, on the basket and line up. Don't go back. We want to make prayers of redemption. Thank you, thank you, thank you, good people. All right. Are we all here? An offering or not, especially as a firstborn, just make sure you are here. Some of you see you have gone back or you didn't come because you didn't have an offering. You are a firstborn. Make sure you are here. Or you represent a firstborn. Make sure you are here. Make sure you are here. We are making some declarations that will be irreversible. Once spoken, they remain. And this is so serious. Very serious. Hurry up, I'm seeing some people still coming. You're representing a firstborn. Make sure you are here. Now, the Lord told me as I was waiting on him and I consulted with my brother, what is the pronouncement we are going to make? And also charge you to go making wherever you can. And this is very timely. It is the pronouncement that when David had made, Solomon walked to the throne and he, he, he lived to prosper. It, is, it was the marching orders Solomon was given by David. So David looked at his son Solomon and he gave him marching orders that never left the world the same. And I know you didn't come with your Bible. Just listen to mine or if you can project on the screen, Psalm 72. These are the pronouncements we are going to make over you as firstborns and also over every firstborn you represent. And it is not about how big my voice will be or how much of, you know, the tone I will use. It is how much faith you have. If you believe the word of God as it is, then this thing is going to work for you. So come with an expectant heart and an open heart because once we make these pronouncements, I tell you, things are going to begin to happen. Are you ready? Psalm 72, we're beginning from verse 1. Lift your hands. I decree in the name of Jesus, by the authority given unto me by Jesus, that from today you are endowed as kings. You are no longer slaves. You are kings. You are firstborn kings. No industry can treat you as a slave. From today you are kings. In the name of Jesus. And you are endowed with justice. Wherever you go there shall be justice. Now injustice shall be found near you. None of you shall tolerate any injustice. From today you are above injustice. And justice is going to operate for you. In the name of Jesus. From today we are breaking every bounds of injustice. Injustice in your homes. Injustice in your workplaces. Injustice in your churches. Injustice in the contracts you are doing. Every place where there is injustice. We reverse it in the name of Jesus. Things are getting on. Come close my brother. 
We decree in the name of Jesus. Yes. We decree in the name of Jesus. Yes. From today you are royal sons. You are no longer ordinary sons. You are royal in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of commonness, it departs from you in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of commonness, every spirit of backwardness, it departs from you in the name of Jesus. We break commonness. We reverse commonness. We release royalty. Royalty in your thinking. Royalty in your prayers. Royalty in your dressing. Royalty in everything you do. From today, receive royalty in the name of Jesus. And we decree in the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord is clothing you with righteousness. Every unrighteousness departs from you. Struggles with sin are coming to an end. Struggle with confusion is coming to an end. Struggle with any kind of attack is coming to an end. We release righteousness in the name of Jesus. And we decree in verse 2, you are beginning to judge. But your judgment is righteous judgment. We decree you are beginning to judge. You are no longer being judged. But because you are a firstborn, from today you are judging. We release you to be judges. Be judges in the marketplace. Be judges in your local assemblies. Be judges in your families. Be judges of righteousness. We decree you shall be judges. In the name of Jesus. And we decree there will be no affliction that will go unattended by you. From today, you release power. We release power upon you to correct every affliction. We release power upon you to correct every affliction, every social affliction, every financial affliction, every spiritual affliction. We release power to correct it in the name of Jesus. And you'll defend the afflicted ones from today. You'll save the children of the needy from today. You will be saviors from today. You will be defenders from today. You will not be offenders. You will be defenders. We decree Psalm 72. He's saying today upon you, you shall be defenders. You shall be defenders in the name of Jesus. And the Lord is saying to you from today, you are crushing the oppressor. Every curse that oppresses your family, begin to stamp your feet right now. Begin to stamp your feet if you can. You are crushing the oppressor. 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 The oppressors of finances. The oppressors of marriage. The oppressors of the social life. You are crushing oppressors in the name of Jesus. The Lord says to you tonight, you are going to endure like the sun. You shall not be cut out. You shall not be written out. You shall not expire. You shall not be expire. You are going to endure in the name of Jesus. The Lord is saying to you, every spirit of discouragement, the anointing of God is here. Every spirit of discouragement, it is departing from you. Every spirit of giving up, it is departing from you. Every spirit of acquittal, it is departing from you. We release and do our end. We release and do our end. In the name of Jesus. 
As long as the moon lasts, for all generations, you shall endure. The Lord is showing me, many of you, you are beginning to make it to the finishing line. You are just about to give up. But finally you are coming to the finishing line. You are coming to the finishing line. Jesus. We decree you have to finish it. You have to finish that contract. You have to finish that mandate. You have to finish that project. You have to finish that mandate. I decree you are finishing. And we decree you will be like the rain falling down on a moon field. You are going to refresh people. Wherever you go. Wherever you go. You will be like rain. So we send you back to the dry places. Because you are now rain. We send you back to the dry places. And we decree what was dry. Let it be wet. What was dry. Let it be wet. What was not yielding. Let it yield. In the name of Jesus. Listen to me, firstborns. Hear the word of the Lord. In your days, in your days, righteousness is going to flourish. In your days, families are going to be saved. In your days, immorality is going to be destroyed. In your days, poverty is going to be destroyed. In your days, confusion is going to be destroyed. We decree your days are becoming greater. Your days are becoming greater. Your days are becoming meaningful. Every spirit that makes you wish not to wake up, we cast it from this assembly. Every spirit that makes you go back to the bed, we cast it from this assembly. Every spirit that makes you to apologize, we cast it from this assembly. Every spirit that makes you wish you are not born, we cast it from this assembly. Prosperity is beginning to abound. We release prosperity because you are a firstborn. You are going to send prosperity. Even wherever you will be married, there will be prosperity. And we decree in the name of Jesus, you are going to rule from sea to sea. You are going to rule from sea to sea. You'll rule in your father's house. You'll rule in your marital home. You'll rule in your office. You'll rule in the church. You'll rule wherever you go. You will not be a slave. You'll be a ruler. We speak to you right now. You are a ruler. You are going to rule. By the authority given unto us by Jesus, we elevate you in the spiritual realm. And we decree you are ruling far above every principality. Far above every power, far above every dominion, with our firstborn brother Jesus, you are ruling from tonight. You are ruling from the rivers, you are ruling to the end of the earth, you are ruling in Africa, you are ruling. Step in front. Step in front, Pastor. On this note, we lay hands on this man. On behalf of Deliverance Church, Ngong Road, we decree in the name of Jesus, may this church be a fast man. Many churches have disappointed God. 
may this church uh, please God. May this church rule in this nation. May the vision of this church dominate in this continent. We elevate you, Ngomro DC, to be a firstborn in the land, to be a firstborn among every denomination, to be a firstborn among the evangelicals, to be a firstborn among the charismatics. We elevate you, Ngomro DC, in the name of Jesus, and we position you now in the gates of this nation. We position you now in the gates of this continent. We position you now in the move of this generation. We decree in the name of Jesus, you shall possess from gate to gate, from river to river, from sea to sea, in the name of Jesus. So it is. So it is established. Amen, amen, amen. We decree in the name of Jesus. The desert tribes are going to bow before you. The desert tribes are going to bow before you. The Lord is saying, no creditor or data as an authority over you from today. Yeah. You cannot be beggars of money. You cannot be beggars before landlords. You are above every tribe. You are above every dominion. You are above every controversy. In the name of Jesus. And we decree in the name of Jesus, your enemies shall lick the dust. Your enemies shall lick the dust. The ones born and the ones not yet born. We decree from tonight. They are going to lick the dust. Cancer is an enemy. It must lick the dust. None of you shall suffer from cancer. Because of you, no cancer should enter your household. Because of you, no high blood pressure should enter your household. Because of you, no diabetes should enter the household. Refuse it. These are enemies that must lick the dust. We decree in the name of Jesus. Things from far will bring tribute. Things must bring gifts and presents. And we decree in the name of Jesus. Those who thought they are mighty must now come and bless you. Must now come and respect you. They must respect you and respect your children and respect all you represent in the name of Jesus. And we decree things will bow to you and all nations must serve you. The same spirit of God upon me and my brothers was upon David when he was saying this. I dare you to believe. The Lord is showing me spears that have pierced your heart and driven you back. From today in the name of Jesus. Every spear that has made you go back. Every spear that has made you to retreat. We remove it in the name of Jesus. We remove it in the name of Jesus. And the Lord Jesus is saying, whatever killed your father cannot kill you. Whatever stops your father and your mother cannot stop you. Whatever stops your parents cannot stop you. For this is now your responsibility. And I pray to every responsibility, may the Lord give you ability. May the Lord give you the blessing. The Lord is now saying, you shall deliver the needy. You shall not sympathize only. You shall deliver them. We send you to the needy. 
and we empower you with the anointing to deliver them in the name of Jesus. The first needy people, your Lord, siblings. Sibling number two, sibling number three, number four, and the last one. All this we must deliver. From today, we send you with deliverance in the name of Jesus. And the afflicted one who has no one to help, every man who does not have any champion, we send you as their champion. Every man who has no hero, we send you out as the hero. In the name of Jesus. Oh, I beg God that you believe what you are saying. Oh, I beg God you will believe what you are saying. You will, re- you will rescue from oppression and violence. You will rescue all who are oppressed. All who are facing violence. For precious will be their blood in your sight. There shall not be bloodshed. Near you. Even next door neighbor. No bloodshed. And I take authority in the name of Jesus. I decree no firstborn in this house shall lose blood. Even because of accident. Even because of a gunshot. Even because of a sling of a stone. None of you should lose your blood. In the name of Jesus. And every spirit of bloodshed. Targeting firstborns. We reverse it in the name of Jesus. And the Bible says in verse 15. Long may you live. May gold be given to you. May people ever pay, pray for you. May people always bless you. Day and night. We turn those who are busy cursing you. To begin to bless you. We turn those who are busy praying against you. Now to pray for you. We turn those who are despising you. Now to honor you. So you shall carry honor from today. You shall carry glory from today. You shall carry strength from today. In the name of Jesus. Pastor Kiman, the Lord is saying, lift the offerings they have given and the pledges. We decree, let's hold it, let's hold them. We decree because of this offering, which you have given by faith, let your grain abound throughout the land. May the top of the hills all sway for you. Let your fruits flourish like Lebanon. Let your fruits flourish. Let you thrive like the grass of the field. May your names endure forever. May it continue as long as the sun. May all nations be blessed because of you. May all the nations call you blessed. And we decree in the name of Jesus. Praise be to the God of Israel. Who is doing this for you from today. Praise be to the God who alone is doing this marvelous thing for you. And we decree in the name of Jesus. You shall carry praise forever. You shall carry glory on your life forever. You shall carry the fullness of God forever. And the Bible says in verse 20, this concludes the prayers of David, the son of Jesse. May you no longer be a prayer item. Did you hear what I said? May you no longer be a prayer item. May you be a praise item. May you be a glory item. May you be a blessing item. Refuse to be a prayer item from today. They shall not pray about your marriage. They shall thank God for your marriage. They shall not pray about your health. They shall thank God for your health. They shall not pray and pray. They shall praise and praise. Begin to thank the Lord. Begin to thank the Lord. 
Begin to thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Convert yourself from a prayer item. Begin to be a praise item. Convert yourself from a prayer item in the name of Jesus. For I saw in the, in the realms of the spirit even bondages that were put for you to lose your position and to lose your authority. The Lord says that they are broken in the name of Jesus. They are broken in the name of Jesus. Every stubborn spirit that has walked with you, that has moved with you to destroy the destiny of the firstborn child, it is cancelled in Jesus' name. It is cancelled in Jesus' name. It is broken in the name of Jesus. And every setup that has been put in place for you to fall, it is cancelled in the name of Jesus. It is cancelled in the name of Jesus. It is cancelled in the name of Jesus. Every stubborn spirit, every addiction that has been thrown to the firstborn child, from today in the name of Jesus, it is broken in the name of Jesus. It is broken in the name of Jesus. It is cancelled in the name of Jesus. Whatsoever addiction that has been pushed to oppress you, that has been pushed to make you fall, to lose your position, and to lose your authority, and to lose your dignity, in the name of Jesus, it is broken from you now. Every chain from your feet.
Congara. Hallelujah. Come on, shout for Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 